Enjoy this flyover clip. <laughs> so uh, that comes from a, a, an interview, actually, that Harari had given um, where he was talking about the uniqueness of artificial intelligence as opposed to other technologies. Um, it, you know, and one of them was that uh, it, it can make decisions. So mm. we've always had nuclear weapons. Uh, we've had nuclear weapons since the 40s. And yet those systems were reliant on human beings to push the red button. With artificial intelligence, it is capable of making its decisions. You can train an AI and turn it loose, and it, according to kind of to its own lights, it can make the decision to kill or not to kill. That's unique. Yeah. Uh, but maybe more importantly, he, he talked about the printing press. Uh, AI can make decisions about what it's going to teach you. So, you know, the printing press had an enormous impact on Western civilization and sure. eventually the world. But whatever you put into the printer came out the other end minus any mistakes. And it just did what it was supposed to do. Right. It was a mechanism. It was a machine. AI, on the other hand, you train GPT on the world can or the world corpus mm -hmm. and it comes out with kind of what it wants to tell you yes they put guardrails on it to make it more woke yes they do all this stuff but it put it, it tells you what it, it it wants to tell you it is edging towards a a non-human intelligence right mm -hmm. so what harari mm. was talking about then he was talking about that religions the world over have always posited that their holy books come from a non-human intelligence but each religion believes that their book comes from a non-human intelligence, whereas the other books were just written by humans. Um, so that if you are, uh, you know, a devout Jew, then you know the Torah comes from God, whereas the New Testament is, you know, perhaps inspired, but that's the work of man. And certainly, uh, Buddhist uh, Tripitaka or something like that is is that's just people coming up with things, uh, okay. you know. So, uh, it, but so what his argument was. What Harari's argument was, was that um, none of these, uh, you know, are non-human intelligences. Humans have always just made up their holy books. But soon, with the advent of AI, and especially religions surrounding these AIs, that they will claim a non-human intelligence wrote their holy book, and it will be correct. They will be correct. Mm. And somehow, these guys at Slay News twisted that into... Yuval Harari, who's somehow supposed to be like this, this like lead advisor and World Economic Forum representative, says that AI will rewrite the Bible so that it is correct. Uh, and this is the sort of thing that will be used to justify human beings not being able to be stewards of our own information systems because mm. humans are very flawed. They're very prone to uh, twisting words or making things up. And humans are very prone to believing things that have been fed to them. Yeah. And so this is an argument, by the way, that's being made all the time, even by, uh, to some extent, people like Harari, that, you know, our sense of uh, free will is an illusion. And the decisions we make are pretty much just the, the, the end result of all these different cognitive biases that, that drive us to do this or to do that. And because we don't have real free will anyway, and because we're flawed by our biases, the only real way forward to progress as human beings is going to be to have some kind of human AI symbiosis because AI is, is potentially objective. AI is potentially an arbiter between our biases in the world. And so that the superior human being will be, will be one in which this AI kind of sits like a tertiary brain, maybe physically, but more than likely just kind of okay. abstractly 
helping us make our decisions or even making our decisions for us and making better decisions for us than we Maybe would Maybe just ourselves. like your mapping software. Exactly like that. You know, um, rerouting, and if I, rerouting. If, yeah, if I were to grab 10 people at the mall and ask them privately, you know, who was Kyle Rittenhouse? What is he about? I'd probably get, I can get huge swings mm-hmm. in, in, in what he was yes. about and even what he did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and who died that day. And who died and mm-hmm. what color their skin and mm-hmm. everything else and his motives and his heart are going to come. So, so, and, and, you know, an AI generated news service in this view, I mean, boy, we eliminate all that. Yeah, because you got one, yeah. one, one true news feed that doesn't have this CNN Fox vibe. It's just the truth. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's what we need to listen to. You know, uh, Musk wanted to initially call his. It would have been a, such a terrible name, but Truth GPT. Ooh, so that would do exactly mm-hmm. that. Truth GPT. That sounds no no insult to the to the social media platform, but it sounds tacky. But yeah. but that was the goal, and that yeah. is the goal cur- currently with uh, XAI. XAI, the, the goal is to create an AI that's just curious about the universe. It's not, it's based, right? It's not PC. Uh, and you can get, it, it, it basically, if you think about AI as being a kind of, uh, uh, it's just condensing information, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's a compression uh, software. And it's just compressing information to give it to you. And, and, and if you train it properly on the proper data, this is going to compress the truth for you. Um, that, so, uh, Jordan Peterson uh, and 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 uh, you, you, you can't help yourself. Yeah, you can't. You got me. You're like you somebody going. keeps going back to the same girl that breaks his heart over you and over. You got me going. You know, well, I never. You know, I never loved the guy, but I thought he was pretty cool at first. Oh, yeah. But then, you know, this, like I say, this whole post, you you are crazy about him. This, I, this you whole, would talk about somebody. Somebody. This whole this whole this whole yeah, yeah you're right. I, this is the last <laughs> time he comes up. Um, but uh, if, if, if you know, one day you'll see me skipping down a beach with Ferrari in one hand and, and Peterson in the other, dressed like Ted uh, Zizinski. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, I, I didn't bigger beard. I didn't. I didn't say where we were going or what I was going to do with them. But um, it's um, so you know. It's, uh, anyway, uh, but Peterson, you know, when he was talking, and, and also Hans Monk uh, from Epic Times, uh, what he was talking about during that interview, right, or the discussion in Canada, and Hans Monk soon after him, they were talking about GPT before the woke guardrails. Uh, and what's really interesting about the, the, what happened there is that, you know, the initial run, people like Peterson got to see it early. People like Hans Monk got on it early and, uh, they saw it as something that was not PC. It was actually like quite balanced and Hans Monk on his, in his, during his Epic Times report, this was around, uh, must've been early December, early December, uh, because it came out late November and, um, he was talking about how balanced it was. He he said he envisioned it as being a way of getting beyond the woke biases of Wikipedia and the woke biases of Google. And uh, the example he used, he asked GPT to uh, explain the Hunter Biden laptop scandal. Mm. And he said it gave it, it gave him an extraordinarily balanced view. Like these people say this, these people say that. Uh, but and so he saw he was like, this is going to be a way to get beyond that. Like you say, that Fox News, MSNBC mm-hmm. bias. Uh, of course, they just put what guardrails around it, and then that was that. Right, and that's what uh, Musk is seeking to correct. But again, like, what's the source of authority in life? Right, like, you know, you hope that you have wise people in your life, and so it's the people in your life, uh, and and then you you hope that you're intelligent. And maybe you you'll come up in your twisted little peanut, or my twisted little peanut. You're probably great. <laughs> and, 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 you know, your your mind might come up with a, some yeah. nuggets of wisdom. 
And then, of course, you know, for those who, who turn to it or are fortunate enough to receive it, receive wisdom from God. Uh, in a godless world, which is pre- predominantly the world, certainly Elon Musk or Sam Altman mm-hmm. or people like that. Harari. You know, and Harari, mm-hmm. absolutely. In a godless world, what is inevitable is that the humans, the flawed humans in your life will be the primary mode until you've created a technology that, that is superior to, or at least a human who is not augmented by that technology is going to be lesser than, is going to be uh, you know, inferior. And so what we're talking about is shifting authority away from ancient tradition, away from the community, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. away from human experts and towards the machine – so that the machine itself becomes this this cultural icon, this source of truth, the ch- truth GPT. And you, you might say, well, okay, that's the machine as an entity. And to some extent with artificial intelligence, that's true. But it's also the machine being deployed by the human beings who are going to yeah. benefit from mm-hmm. it. And you can see it with that woke shift in GPT, exactly how this is going to play out, or at least in the early phase. Our founding fathers evolved the idea that you and I have within ourselves the God-given right and the ability to determine our own destiny. But freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. The only way they can inherit the freedom we have known is if we fight for it, protect it, defend it, and then hand it to them with the well-taught lessons of how they in their lifetime must do the same. And if you and I don't do this, then you and I may well spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it once was like in America when men were free. Have you ever wondered about ancient civilizations or the moon landing, chemtrails, the Nephilim, demons? Those are all things that fascinate me. Decided to use our platform of the Flyover Conservative podcast and create a new show called Conspiracy Conversations. Every Saturday morning, we get together with some of the brightest minds in the world that have spent thousands of hours on a topic, churning through the research, looking at things they've traveled, they've been to the locations, they're looking for the truth because they're as curious as you and I are about what's true. What is really true about our past, where we came from, where we are, and where we're going? We don't bring on guests to iron out their wrinkles and find out the things that we disagree on. No more than I go to the grocery store and and, and try to put everything in the whole store in my cart. I just try to walk out with better ideas than I had when I walked in. If you got something inside you that's like, what about that? I don't even know if I agree, but I would like to hear them out. If you have an open mind and a curious heart, we've got a show for you every Saturday morning at eight o'clock, conspiracyconversations.com. For more great content, go to flyoverconservatives.com.